Welcome back, everybody, to Didn't Hate It, the podcast where uh, we review movies, news. We do, wait, we do reviews. <laughs> we do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do whatever we feel like. Yeah, yeah that's we do what we, we want to do. When we want to do it. <laughs> as long as it's within the confines of the law. Well, and these cameras. <laughs> and as we established last week, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> In the confines of these laws and these walls, baby. <laughs> yeah, welcome to that's it, boys. tagline. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, didn't hate it movies it reviews news with a couple of dudes and sometimes a lady or two today no ladies we lost her to the quantum to the realm. workforce <laughs> yeah she's Same working thing. in the quantum realm <laughs> the quantum realm workforce someone's got to put food on zach's table you know yes, i gotta make money like, she's making money for family stuff yay she's at work that's where tori is tonight yeah, yeah she's on vacation and I'm still married. Uh, so, but t- today we're going to be talking about some trailers. We got a bit of movie news. Um, and then we're talking about Ant-Man. All yeah. things big and small. <laughs> right? Hey, don't forget about the little man. The little, little guy. guy. <laughs> the little guy. Whatever it is in the movie. And I love that, that experience. You know, going to the movies. You go in. The floors are sticky. Yeah. Um, your friend Josiah has to go to the bathroom 10 times. Yeah, usually around that second coat commercial. Knees weak, arms are heavy. Someone <laughs> brought mom spaghetti. Mama. Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so and I, I love the experience. You get the, the coat commercials, but then you get these trailers beforehand. And we're talking just earlier, right out of the, out of the theater, you know, the parking lot conversation. We're talking about this one trailer snowy yeah. day in omaha and we're like mm-hmm. why is this in front of ant-man yeah, like this weird tyler perry hallmark b movie like out of nowhere yeah and then he said that exactly that and i thought it's in front of ant-man because it's a tyler perry b movie <laughs> produced by jerry seinfeld <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> by jerry seinfeld himself it's not going to be the only b movie joke in this podcast because it should be about insects <laughs> I, I sure hope that uh he doesn't in drag though jerry seinfeld i'm just hoping we'll see <laughs> what's uh, the deal with therapists <laughs> what's the deal with dressing in drag in a movie <laughs> anyways so we got some trailers beforehand yeah um what, what was your, what was something that stood out to you guys uh the guardians trailer that song's in the trailer ends great yeah yeah well since when is it like a trend to like put a couple of bars of a well-known song and then just a bunch of dun, 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 dun. uh guardians of the galaxy <laughs> yeah like every marvel trailer does that which is fine it's just like now it, it's like every trailer's kind of the same you know? yeah well, you know, trailers are trailers, you know? Trailers tra- um, trailers be trailing, that's for sure. <laughs> and you know what I do miss about trailers, though? Is the guy's like, in a world. Yeah, <laughs> like, Martin was just a normal man before he put on a dress. Just like that kind of thing. Have you, see, you guys have seen the Tetris trailer. They do kind of do something cool where it's like a some song mixed with the Tetris theme. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Like the beats per minutes are the exact same as the Tetris theme and they blend it so well. Oh. Yeah, it's a really good trailer. Yeah. They do a mashup, a Tetris mashup. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately they didn't put it in front of uh, Ant-Man, but they did put the Omaha, Snowy Day in Omaha. Yeah. So, yeah. Why? So, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Man, I'm super excited about Guardians of the Galaxy. Because they're going to die. They're, <laughs> they're all, all going to die. die. Well, I hope not. <laughs> so, so who do we all think is going to get it? I think it's I'm yeah, betting. On record. Hold on. On record podcast. Y'all pause the video. Y'all go down and, and you put in the comments 
Who do you think it's going to be that's going to die in the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 movie? Mark my words. Mark Drax, my words. Drax and Rocket will both die. I'm saying Rocket's going to get it. Yeah, I think uh, Drax is a fair bet because Lewis reminded me before we started recording that, uh, in fact... Vin Diesel's done. So <laughs> not Vin Diesel. The other buff guy. You Vin Diesel looked at um Bob Chapek. <laughs> 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 he said, I've said I'm Groot in thirty thousand different ways. You've got it. Like yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Just I'm reuse that. For every future Groot project <laughs> yeah. in the future. No, but some some things about Guardians of the Galaxy that really stood up to me is like this trailer, it seems like, is the first trailer where Gamora's, like, for sure back. Not, yeah. I mean, not our Gamora. Cause she's the 2014 gore, Gamora. But the 2014 Gamora with her, mm. her dreads and all. Has she her, got dreads? They kind of look like little baby dreads. Her full, like, Natiri. She's turning into <laughs> an avatar. Just green avatar. <laughs> yeah. but, which is just avatar, right? <laughs> yeah. Cause she's, like, one of the water tribe. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> she switched teams. Yeah. <laughs> So she's back. You get um, so Peter's love interest is back, which we'll talk about in a second. Another yeah. love interest, Lala Otter. Yeah, Rockets, um, Boo Thang, Rockets, <laughs> Thang. Which you know in comics they're traditionally together. What if it's a guy this time? It'd be weird. I don't think it is. You never know with Disney. We'll see. Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. Oh, what if Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile is? It's like a cro- the crossover event of the century. We never wanted. Oh, please. Bob Iger. <laughs> Listen to me, Bobby. <laughs> no, I think it's cool that we're finally seeing stuff with uh, old Gamora in there mm-hmm. um, because I really thought that we wouldn't see her until like the last third of the movie. I think a good first third is going to be them looking for her. And then when they find her, like most of the movie is yeah. going to be with her. It's pretty great, too, because like um, there's like the scene in the trailer where um, where Peter is talking to Gamora and it's like, like she's like, how was I your love interest or whatever? Yeah. She, and she's like, you seem perfect for Nebula. <laughs> and they're sitting there. And then Peter like directly looks at Nebula and is like, hmm. <laughs> I never noticed how black your eyes were. <laughs> she's like, thank you. No, <laughs> she like, does not say thank you. Dude. Like, I, I was tortured, and he's like, "Yeah, but they're nice." So. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, um, Nebula has eyes. Yeah. For, oh, wait. we also saw like a little bit more of a uh, Adam Warlock. You did. Oh yeah, which I don't know if I like the casting of uh, Palter Will, William Palter. Will Poulter. Yeah, something like that. He he has a pouty face. I've always just yeah. called him Pouter to remember <laughs> the it. Pouter. Yeah, like, but he looks good in a suit. Yeah. In that suit, from what I've heard, like since like Adam Warlock's just been born, in the context of the movie, he's gonna act like a baby. So pouty face does kind of work. Mm. Yeah, he'll just be his character from <laughs> Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yeah. <laughs> he's just gonna be Groot all over again. Yeah, except he punches people more. <laughs> Maybe. Did you see the villain? Like, I guess he's the villain, right? Yeah. Was he wearing like a leather face? Uh, the high evolutionary. I think it's like a regular skin face, just pinched over somehow. It's gross. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna call him Leatherface from now yeah, on. It's weird. Leather. Kind of spoilers for Ant Man, but it's kind of weird that they didn't make him a variant of Kang. Or I wonder if they are gonna make him a variant of Kang. No, nah, he's not. I, I, I mean, I think that. that I would just because then it all connects, even yeah. though it's kind of a shallow connection, but it'd be a connection. And Marvel's all about connections. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, 
I think that um, I think it would like be weird for him to be like because Guardians at this point feel so separate from. Then we'll get into it in a little bit. Ant Man and the multi, no, not the multiverse, but the yeah. I guess it's the multiverse, Marvel verse, the, the, the quantum verse. Yeah. Like feels so removed from the greater um, universe, which is Guardians, right? Yeah. Speaking so. of like the greater like canon stuff, do y'all think we're gonna address what happened in the Guardians Christmas special? Because I mean, some I mean Kevin Bacon. I, yeah, I think we are because uh, I remember seeing an interview. With James Gunn saying that um, the reveal that Peter and Mantis are s- siblings is going to play a role in this. Yeah. And Cosmo, who was in the Christmas specials in there. Yeah, Cosmo yeah. Cosmo's there, which he was in the trailer too. So Yeah. Yeah, I just figure since they revealed in that special, like, it's kind of getting out of hand to me that, like, Marvel, you have to watch all the shows, movies, and now Christmas specials to get, like, all the storylines and stuff. Because they want to make money. It's like Star Wars. Yeah, it's like Star- a good Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, it's good. I'm excited for Guardians though. Good Guardians is like my favorite kind of team up. I mean, my t- favorite team really, um, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So, I'm excited for more. I'm gonna be sad when they all die at the end. You heard it here first. Yeah, folks. y'all know that weird shot where like they're all look like they're dusting or something. Oh yeah, and that shot where it looks like. Peter's like in a hospital and there's just tube and he's like crying and shaking something probably oh, yeah. yeah yeah killing him worse he's like, no yeah and then that shot where like uh is it Groot or Drax or someone's holding him I think yeah. that's a red herring I don't think he's actually gonna get it I think it's gonna be plus like don't you see like Rocket like drinking a Slurpee he's yeah doing that <laughs> but remember remember Marvel does like to lie to us this is true in their uh, trailers, right? He's yeah. not drinking a Slurpee, is he? <gasps> no, this is what I think. I think we all think that Rock is going to die. Yeah. Because James Gunn has said, like, secretly Rock is the main character, right? Yeah. And um, they're all dead except for Rocket, and he's happy, and he's drinking a slushy in the end. <laughs> <laughs> but that is kind of what happened with Endgame. All the uh, Guardians died except for Rocket. So that would they right. do that again? No, Nebula. Rocket and Nebula are going to survive again. <laughs> Well, and if you remember too, like uh, when they did the whole in- the Infinity War ending, it was kind of ruined by like Tom Holland and like some <laughs> other people. And they were just like, they came up like full press release and said, that's nothing. They're just joking. Everyone's yeah, not going to die. liars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just want our money, everybody. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> yeah. But cool trailer. Um, yeah. And, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And that's not the only trailer in front of Ant-Man. We had a couple more. Yeah, we had a Shazam trailer. Yeah. Which it feels like they've just been shoving that at us for like a year. At, at least it's a new, different trailer. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a good trailer. Yeah. We saw more of the, the big flying thing. Yeah, we saw more of Helen Mirren, which I'm very yeah. excited for. So. Yeah, which are original characters made by... And what's his name? Uh, David F. F. Sandberg. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually a really big fan of him, not because he makes great films. He makes pretty good films, but just how he came up in the industry is like kind of what we were trying to do. So, yeah. I remember watching his like lights out as a short horror on YouTube and him getting the feature is pretty nice. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. He said a lot of cool stuff like when he signed on for the feature, like uh, he signed a little clause that said if they don't like him as director, they'll give him more money and call him a producer. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to do that because then I can do another movie. 
And then it turned out they liked the men's director and he directed it. So have not seen it, but (laughs) well, there were some key things that I've, I liked out of Shazam. First off, makes a lot of sense to put Shazam Mm -hmm. in front of a Marvel movie, like uh, Ant-Man, like Omaha in the snow, (laughs) (laughs) just like Omaha in the snow. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, There was no bees that I could see. Shazam. So they were in a park market. Uh, what'd you say? They're in a park a couple times, so maybe. Yeah, Mr. that's Mike. true. Also, they followed the trend of having the well-known song and then. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> no, you know what I like about trailers right now. Just a little side note is like they'll take the original theme song, like the Mario trailer, yeah. and it's just like. Boom, boom. Yeah. Just, <laughs> they yeah, slow it down. The slow piano version. Yeah. Like, so cinematic. <laughs> Which is great. But, yeah, Shazam looks really good. Um, you know, it's just weird that, uh, like, in the song, I mean, in the, in the trailer, <laughs> that they had the song. Um, started at the bottom. Started at the bottom, now we're here. Started yeah. at the bottom and the whole team here. And only that line for that song. <laughs> yeah, that's the only line for that song that's going. But it's funny because, like, literally these kids, like, they started from nothing. Like, they were homeless teenagers. I mean, well, not homeless. Yeah, they had a home and they just had parents. <laughs> yeah. Orphan teenagers with, you know. No home. No family. No it, way home. It's no easy powers. to confuse them because they're just all orphans. Yeah. And now <laughs> they all have powers, which is great. Now they're important to Zach. <laughs> now they're important. You know, if more orphans had power, <laughs> we would care. care. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Orphans are great. No, wait, that's not what I mean. Uh, we want more no, orphans no, in this world. Help the orphans. That's what I'm trying to say. Help them become orphans. Yes. We, <laughs> we don't. Welcome to the podcast where we want everyone to be orphans. That's not guys. what I meant, okay? Um, sorry, I'm gonna get canceled now. Yeah, that's right. I'm not even doing comedy yet. I'm getting canceled already. Uh, no, like, um, it's great that, like, you know, it's showing their powers. Yeah. And they're gonna be more centerpiece of this movie. You yeah. know, at the end of Shazam 2, right? Shazam 2. Um, or do you mean the first Shazam? Is it the first one they get powers in the first one? Yeah, yeah. there's only one right now, my guy. Oh, I thought there's two. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically. Black Adam, I guess. <laughs> um, but when they get the powers at the end of that, I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah, I still feel like we're wrong about that. I feel like this is the third Shazam. No, not. I kind of, kind of wish I was wrong about that, but I'm not. Yeah, it looks fun though. Yeah, um, you got Zachary Levi back, punching yeah. big fly dogs. Asher Angel's back as a non-buff, non-adult. Who? Yeah. The guy who plays uh, Billy. The kid. Oh, yeah. yeah Billy the kid. Yeah. I thought you said Chris Angel. And I was like, <laughs> he's got a cameo in this? Uh, maybe. Who knows? Well, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Check him out. Prime time. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on water or something. But yeah, I'm just ready for that stupid movie to come out at this point because it's been like, what, two, three years? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It feels like every movie that I've seen in the past year and a half, Shazam yeah. trailer. Pretty just much. give us more and more and more Shazam. Which is good, you know the um, that guy's back, the guy who gives them the powers. What's oh, his name? It's Shazam. Shazam, yeah. Oh, that's say name. my name is yeah. is what he says. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should have put the song like "Say My Name." Ah, that would have been good, right? Like, say my name, say my name. Yeah, we're gonna get flagged for that because <laughs> I did an accurate rendition of it. One hundred percent. You're just too good, Zach. Is yeah. that Shakira? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, don't <laughs> I think that's like Rihanna or something. I don't know. Rihanna. R- Rihanna. <laughs> which just did the Super Bowl, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Not funny. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I watch it actually. She was pregnant. Pre- pregnant women are funny. <laughs> they're not. Zach likes pregnant women. <laughs> no, they're not funny. Pregnant women are the most unfunny thing. <laughs> no, they're great. They're great. They're the solid rock. <laughs> they are the solid rock of the family in America. The family in the America. <laughs> yes. Hoorah. <laughs> yes. So, trailers. <laughs> so trailers. Uh, we got some more trailers, maybe, right? Do we got more? Uh, we saw John Wick 4. The Is longest. Four? I it's thought four. it was like John Wick 8. It's 4, yeah. <laughs> the um, longest John Wick movie. It's like almost three hours, I, I heard. Whew. Dude, I was really pumped about the trailer. There's a couple things that we find out about the trailer of John Wick for John Wick 4. He's a 42 regular, <laughs> and he has four lines in the whole movie. Two of them are yes. <laughs> One of them's amen. Yes and amen. That's his lines. And then the other line is not really. <laughs> uh, clarification, his line is yeah, not really. Yeah. Ah, so he has like four. Got, that's what I said, four lines. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Two of them are yeah. Oh, uh, he counted them yes. already. Gotcha. One's amen, I think. I think that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one is... I'll yeah, be honest, that's another right. movie that, like, I'm like, that hasn't come out already? <laughs> it just feels like it should have at this point. It's just another movie that I thought, why? Yeah, we should have stopped at three. Three three was fine. I, I, w- I wish they would, like, stop making movies. <laughs> Period. Just because <laughs> they made money. Like, yeah, sequels. You mean stuff. everything the world does today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wish Hollywood would stop being Hollywood. I agree. I, I wish we would uh, go back to like the 70s where like we just came up with these crazy big like blockbuster ideas, but we didn't have to rehash a bunch of previous ideas for that. But h- here we are. Yeah, you know, the writer's strike of 08 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever that was. It yeah, really crippled us. Oh, 12? <laughs> it, it was like 08, 09. Oh, yeah, because yeah. uh, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, they were riding on the cuffs of their ankles or something. Yeah, and Quantum of Solace, like, uh, poor Daniel Craig had to carry that thing through, like, riding-wise. And, oh, yeah, yeah. He sure tried. I'll say that. Yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah. It, it happens. But John Wick looked pretty good. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to watch it. Just <laughs> I've watched half of the first one, and I got sad. After I'll that. watch it. I'm a big fan of the first two. I think the three one is... The three one. The third one is definitely, like, too derivative for me. And then at the end, they're like, oh, there's going to be a sequel. It was like a cliffhanger, and I'm like... I was good with wrapping up right now, you know? Isn't that every movie that's like, there's going to be a sequel? Most of them, yeah. Like Jumanji. Yeah, I mean, I like both of the Jumanji so so far. Yeah, was the, the second Jumanji also ended on a big cliffhanger? Was the yeah? Did that make money? Are we getting a Jumanji? I 3? think they both made a lot of money. Were they so. literally hanging off a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> like it ended with like the board game coming into the real world, and yeah, oh. like zebras and lions and. No, that was just the first Jumanji. No, that was the second Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Next level. Next level. Next level. I well, think the first yeah. Jumanji with Robin Williams was they came into the real world. Uh, board game. Well, they're doing it again. <laughs> Have you seen the first Jumanji with Robin Williams? Yeah. yeah. I figured you did. You're a man of culture. So. Yeah. Man of culture. Based off of a, um, a picture book, by the way. I didn't know that. Really? The other day. Yeah. I've, you know, there's a real board game named Jumanji. I know everyone else knows this. I've never played it, but everyone says it sucks. So there's that. It's terrible. Apparently. <laughs> Maybe it is. 
like and subscribe. <laughs> we'll play it live. Oh, yeah. Well, Lewis will play it live for sure. That'd by be myself. <laughs> yes. By himself. A six-player game, but for one guy. Live on Twitch. <laughs> no, not live on Twitch. Just kidding. <laughs> live on TikTok. Speaking of things that aren't live on Twitch, I think we have some more things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, but first, I want to thank our sponsors. Oh, okay? yeah. Is that appropriate? I, and I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, if you see behind me, there's a thing that says DAI. Um, uh, Disarts. I sometimes a word vomit, and that's what just happened. They pay us extra to yeah. do a little like poetry at the, <laughs> do a little like artsy fartsy stuff. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're the Soda Arts Institute, uh, the premier film school in the Mid South. Uh, DI provides um, education, experience, and exposure for um, filmmakers in um, our area. Our mission is to inspire and educate the next generation of filmmakers. And uh, this podcast is honored to be sponsored and part of that effort uh, of yeah. the Soda Arts Institute. Um, and one way that you can help us out as Didn't Hate It is by becoming a monthly sponsor for one of our students who's in our current program. We have 30 students um, going through a about a month long, I mean, a year long <laughs> program. It's a long um, month. Also, by the way, Lewis is one of those students. Yeah, so oh, yeah. one. Uh, Straight A, Rob's favorite. Yeah, if if you want to adopt this student right here, that'd be great. <laughs> if you would like to adopt this African child, the arms of an angel, angel. fly away. Yeah. So if you're looking to make a positive impact um, in the world of filmmaking, then consider becoming a sponsor of the Soda Arts Institute today. Uh, you can visit visit us at thesodaartsinstitute.com uh, or and support us by clicking the donate link on that page yeah um, maybe something might flash up for you there, there's the probably something in the description or something yeah in the description unless i'm lazy which happens which happens sometimes <laughs> but uh we want to do do want to give a special thanks to the soda arts institute so thank you thank you sorry we're singing a lot this episode i don't know why <laughs> episode where we sing everybody <laughs> the musical episode <laughs> so we do have a few more things to talk about yeah um, uh, what are we talking about next uh news wise uh i am legend 2 Ooh, I am legend Ooh. also Michael B. returning Hold on, <laughs> like, the, the audience missed my joke Okay, uh, I am legend also uh, Can I put crickets right here, Lewis? You think I should? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, I can hit the uh, <laughs> You got a crickets button over there? Sorry, that was the horn jazz <laughs> <laughs> That's appropriate Sorry <laughs> That's really good Anyways, pretend like it was like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a funny joke Like that yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> There's something there. It's but yeah, uh, I Legend 2, very excited for this. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're about 10 years too late. But Apparently it said decades after the first and based on the alternate ending. Which is oh. interesting there based off the alternate ending, but I, I've always thought the alternate ending's better than the theatrical ending. So. Oh yes, 100%. Like That's where he has the grenade, right? I have seen neither, so this yep. is all new Spoiler to me. Spoiler alert, so he has oh. a grenade. Yeah, see, I haven't spoiled it yet for Lewis, um, so he doesn't really know it, but the... I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, the theatrical ending kind of sucks. I, that's all I'll say. Yeah. The alternate ending, I always wondered, why didn't you just go with that? Because it's a little more heartfelt. Fits with the theme of the movie a little bit better. So, uh, yeah. And Michael B. being in it makes me very excited. Wait, you said Michael B. Jordan's yeah. producing it? Uh, he's 
starring in it. Starring. Yeah, he's starring. co-starring with uh, Will Smith our boy. returning. Michael B. Nice. joining. Nice. Uh, you know, when you sent out the notes for this podcast, for some reason I thought it was Michael. I got Michael B. Jordan mixed up. With Michael Jordan? No, with Michael, um, with the guy from uh, Key and Peele. <laughs> I was like, a comedy? Let's go. I'd actually watch that. I think that'd be good. I am legend. Also, <laughs> callbacks. Does it, the second time is it funnier, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Comment below if that was funnier the second time. <laughs> oh, sorry. But no, I'm very actually excited for I Am Legend. I think it's one of the best uh, performances Will Smith has done, especially sci-fi wise. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I quoted I Am Legend just the other day to our students because we were shooting a thing in the bathroom, and then our our um, founder and director was like, "It's like, could you imagine us all crowded up in the bathroom?" I was like, "Yeah, like I Am Legend." They're all just sitting there like, Ugh. "Yeah." I quote when he's talking to the mannequin. I I don't know if his name's Fred or Frank, but he's like, "Frank, why are you here, Frank?" I say that all the time to other people, and they're just, they have no idea what I'm quoting. They're just like, "Cause you told me to come here." It's you like when I right quote out. David Pumpkins. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, any questions? <laughs> David Pumpkin. They were like, it's SNL. You got to watch it. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. <laughs> and they're like, nah. So you had me and then you lost me in SNL. So I'm Legend also. <laughs> it's coming. Yes. <laughs> I'm Legend 2. It's yeah. theaters. Sometime in the near future. Probably 2025. I it, don't know. I mean, that's yeah, might pretty be well. exciting. Like Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Yeah. Will Smith. Have they ever been in anything together? Not to my knowledge. I, I've seen almost every Will Smith movie and almost every Michael B. movie. Uh, the only one, not Michael B. movie. Don't, don't get it twisted <laughs> Wait, out. We did say there's been a bunch of B. movie <laughs> jokes yeah. in this podcast. Oh, man. He willed it into existence. And I <laughs> Lewis might quit. This might be his last. <laughs> but no, uh, I've seen most of Michael B. Jordan's movies. And to my knowledge, unless he's in Gemini Man, which I never saw. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was, it was Will Smith. And then, like, a younger version of Will Smith, which is Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I mean, I wish. I think it'd be better that it's way. It's a CGI Whoa. version. Michael B. Jordan is just the young Will Smith. Yeah, um, I think he's buffer, though. No no offense uh, to Will. I mean... He was pretty buff in the night when he was a uh, Men in Black days, right? Yeah. Yeah, but was he Creed buff? Well, did you see Ali? <laughs> I, I, I was about to actually say, well, he was in Ali, actually. So yes. He was great in Ali. Uh, yeah. Will Smith, Ali versus... Michael B's Creed, who would win? It's kind of a tangent, but yeah, yeah, no, I think uh, I'm gonna give it to Creed just because. Unpopular opinion, maybe I don't know. I think Ali's a great movie, fantastic movie. Creed, I think, is a much better movie. Creed is just a great movie. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I'm actually really excited because this could pave the way. There's always been a lot of rumors about a Hancock too. Ooh, oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably, but I really want it. But like, th these are movies that I wanted when I was like, what, 16, 15, whenever like the first one came out. That's that's what I wanted was the follow up, and then we just never got it. So we never got it. Mm -hmm. So here we are. We're li living my best life. <laughs> living the best life. 15 years later. We're just now getting it. Yeah, just now getting. And, and I hope it makes money. I really do. Um, but like I said, I just feel like they waited a little too long. And I did just have this thought when we were talking, like, it'd be really funny if I was Will Smith's agent, I would put him and Chris Rock in a movie right now, any movie, like a comedy where like they're neighbors and they hate each other or something. Yeah. That would make a billion dollars. Dog, why has that not happened? Is that just life? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the Oscars last year, isn't it? Oh, they should do a life too. 
<gasps> Will Smith and Chris Rock and Michael B. Jordan. You're a genius. There. That's I, the smartest thing you've ever said. Okay, if Hollywood takes this, if this movie gets made, y'all remember who came up with it, and we won't ever roll it. Yes. We all know who the genius is here. Okay. Thank you. But no, I, any any Will Smith sequel makes me excited. But with that comes the same um, anxiety that comes with a sequel many years later. But like if Bad Boys can do it, yeah. Bad Boys for Life was fantastic. It had no reason to be. <laughs> and it, it was great. So and it's the same writer and director coming back for the sequel for this. Yes, which is a really good sign. But also that theatrical ending makes me a little nervous because that kind of ruined the movie. But we're going off the alternate alternative ending, so it could be he has creative control or something. We'll see. We'll That's see. Like, yeah. Was it theatrical, mostly like just the studio interfering, like, oh, this is too sad or something, and that's why they want to change? Well, I'll tell you, the theatrical ending was a lot sadder than the alternate ending. The alternate ending kind of like wraps it up in a pretty bow, um, and it's a little happier, I would say. Hmm. I'm not sure. The alternate ending? I'm not sure which is which. Which one's a grenade? The theatrical. Okay. The grenade is the theatrical. The other one is the non-theatrical. So if y'all haven't seen it, just oh, go watch I know it. What happens? Yeah, because he dies with oh. the grenade. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> well, I guess I know how it ends now. Yeah. But it's okay because canon is going to go off the alternate ending, which so far Zach has not spoiled. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Which is great. I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the one with the other grenade. <laughs> I was thinking the grenade was the alternate ending for some reason. Because it's a bad ending, and usually the bad ending's the one that's like, we'll release this because we thought about it being the ending, but nah, this time yeah. the theatrical was Because we shot it and spent millions of dollars CGI and all these people. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> all these, I'm about to say vampires. I guess, <laughs> kind of. They were like a weird, you haven't seen it yet, but like they are weird, like vampire, like. Zomboys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zomboys. Like, mix. So. There's something. <laughs> There's something. It's, it's a great movie. You need to watch it. I that, shall. That's your homework for tonight. Uh, not Rocky. No, oh, no, you do need to watch you Rocky. Rod, watch <laughs> all these true. movies tonight. <laughs> yeah, tonight. Tyler <laughs> will get no sleep. Four screens. <laughs> Yeah, Watch like, four screens, eight movies, no sleep, <laughs> no, no, no sleep, sleep till, till you're done, <laughs> till um, till Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, cool, yeah, cool. Anything else? I'm Legend. Also, very excited. Uh, news wise, not technically movies, but uh, live action Spider Verse with the live the live action Spider Man Noir. There's a Silk series, which is was announced years ago. Now, here's the real question. Yeah. Is the live-action Spider-Man Noir going to be played by our one and only Nicolas Cage? I would sell my uh, left kidney for that action? to happen. <laughs> yeah, live-action. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have a very uh, like close connection to film noir Spider-Man because he is Nick Cage. He's also colorblind, and also he's just cool. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. I guess I'm excited. I haven't seen much about that, though. Like I've seen the Silk and the Madam Web stuff, and now I guess we're having a spot in the war, which is great. I just want the the cartoon one to come out, the one that yeah. was almost uh, just five years ago, I feel like. Freshman year. There's a rumor that that might have got canceled, and I hope not. No, no, not uh, that one. Oh. The, um, Sony's uh, Miles Morales. Oh, Across the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Oh, that's coming out this year. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're still going to get that. But uh, with the live-action film noir, if they did that like Dick Tracy, have you ever seen Dick Tracy? Nah. So it's like this film noir, but like with really vibrant colors. And the story is like kind of generic, but the look of it 
is very funny but also cool so like if they did something like that where it's kind of it's kind of like kick butt but it's also like Mm. you know family friendly so to speak it'd be great i I think it's gonna be an amazon series so like i think it might be kind of closer to the boys and tone because like in the comic spider-man noir is kind of like more graphic and grounded than like Mm. mainstream spider-man yeah, the only Good. reason that might worry me a little bit is that they may not cast Nicolas Cage. Yeah, how old is Nick Cage? I don't know. I don't even want to say it. Well, actually, I'm going to say it. 65. Whoa, you think? Three. Wait, comment below who's right. All right, uh, drop a comment right now. Old Josiah's going to look this up. Let's see here. And here's the thing. I was going to say I'm not even going to say it because if it's wrong, Nick Cage will show up and beat us all up. But I want that. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I, I said 59, right? Yeah, he just looked it up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Nicolas Cage is 59, and he looks great. He's all right. Could he do flips and Spider-Man stuff, though? Uh, that's what uh, CG is for, my friend. That's what Spider-Noir does anyways. He does detective stuff. He does that Rubik's is- Cubes poorly. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You have a point. You've sold me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think it really comes down to, like most things, who's running the show. Yeah. If it's Amazon show, I'm a little worried just because... It, that's kind of weird, right? That it wouldn't be a Disney show or something. Because like Sony's doing it, and I guess I think it'd be Netflix then, but Netflix. or Paramount or something, right? Like, does Sony like connect to a Paramount? I don't know. <laughs> oh no, no, they're not. No, know. apparently not. Not at all. But I don't know. That's just a weird one to me. But but I mean, it could be really good. So I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm excited for anything Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, to quote what Zach said once uh, about Star Wars, I don't feel that way about Star Wars, but about Spider-Man, I just want more. Yeah, I don't I really care more. what it is. I just want more Spider-Man. No, I just want more of everything. Yeah, I know you do. I want more ice cream. Yeah. I don't even like ice cream. <laughs> we haven't even had ice cream for you to want more of. I know, exactly. <laughs> I just want pictures of Spider-Man. All right, J. Jonah. <laughs> hey, J. J. Jonathan has infiltrated the podcast. <laughs> Bring me pictures. <laughs> I have you stable in the flagpole if you don't give me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> See, I was waiting on his uh, impression there. But no, That's I'm great. very excited. That's great. That's, great. That's great. Like everything coming up around this movie, uh, they promised us Kang. We got Kang. Kang, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, so initial thoughts. Uh, you know, we usually go around and um, first off, you know, we haven't done this in a minute, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, didn't hate it. Uh, didn't hate it. Yeah, didn't Look, hate it. The rule is, you say you didn't hate it, but the inflection matters. Yeah, yeah, and the points are made up. <laughs> the points are made up, friends. <laughs> but the inflection matters. Okay, so yeah, it didn't hate it, man. I really didn't hate it, man. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it. Oh, he's Besides everything. <laughs> Wait, are we on a full spectrum? Like, didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I think so, yeah. And I, I'm at, at the side of the spectrum that's like, I hate it. Yeah, um, it was good, man. For for me, like initial, you know, thoughts on it. Um, well, what were y'all's initial <coughs> thoughts? Well, look, before I ask that, um, I don't know how to say it, guys. Say it. But what's the plot? Uh, 
Ant Man. He's <laughs> no, life spoilers. is oh, life is great. He has daughter. He has wife. I think uh, family. He has love Baskin him. Robbins. Like, <laughs> what is it? The employee of the decade or century? century. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, How many years is a century? One hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you thought a century was ten years? No, that's a decade. <laughs> Sometimes he plays it up just for the camera, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is a character I play. Okay, it's not true. <laughs> not true this is me every day so yeah, Lewis all the was time. saying very astutely oh, yeah. ant-man his daughter causing trouble his daughter makes a device he gets sucked into the quantum realm where tori is maybe he'll find her but he doesn't he, and, yeah uh, she doesn't have a cameo in this sorry yeah. uh, and he's forced to work with kang <laughs> he's forced to work <laughs> he's for- like it's china or something he has to have a minimum wage job or else Baskin Robbins, here we come. And that's just life. You're just sucked into a universe you're not even like want to be. And then you have to work for a living. And a really buff man just kicks you in the chin no matter what you do. I mean, pretty much. That's the government, isn't it? (laughs) It's a metaphor. So, yeah. um, Ant-Man is a good thief, and he's got to steal something for another person. Yeah, so they get like locked in the quantum realm, and then like then... Kang's like, steal something for me, and I won't kill your daughter. And yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say, I th- I thought this movie was pretty funny as far as Marvel. Oh movies man, go. this movie uh, for me, you know, quote unquote, um, quoting myself here, folks. <laughs> 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 quote unquote. Um, this movie it put it puts the comic back into comic book movie. I mean, I, are you sure you want to quote yourself saying? <laughs> I mean, is it not funny? I mean, not funny, but that's a good quote, right? <laughs> like, like this movie puts a comic back in the comic. I think movies. you're right. I think that is a quote. <laughs> that is a quote. <laughs> Technically. Technically, yes. Technically, a quote. Yeah, well, I do think it was funny. I do think some of the comedy is where it kind of <clears throat> falls down a little bit. Like, it, it doesn't really have like a serious moment, even though when you feel it should be serious. Yeah, and I'll say, and we'll try to stick to positives to come off because there is a lot of positive in this. But for me, I, I told Zach my biggest problem was the tone because it's a very funny. It's probably the funniest Marvel movie, funny enough. So it's very funny, but it's introducing the next big villain, the next big storyline. And it should have a lot of weight and gravity, and it really doesn't because it's so funny. In really inappropriate times. Yeah. I guess, like, since we're going off positives, uh, one thing I'd say the CGI is really great, except for one thing. You, you'll, you'll figure <laughs> we'll, it we'll out. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I know what one thing you're talking about, and to defend it, I think it was an artistic choice, but perhaps the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all artists here. Sometimes artists make the wrong choice. That's fair. Yeah. Hey, that yeah. happens. So, so some things I loved about it was um, Paul Rudd just being Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He is a treasure, isn't he? He's such a beautiful. He's like a Labrador. He's oh. a, <laughs> a very big plus. Jonathan Majors is Kang. Chef's oh. Kiss, amazing. Yes, what a great villain. I Perfect think. choice. Until the very, 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 very end. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, the, the first end credit scene, which we won't spoil just yet. So yeah. There's yeah. end credit scene. Welcome to Marvel, maybe. <laughs> uh, there are two. So stick, stick after like the old black and white credits, and there's some pretty cool. Yeah, yeah just hold it in like I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd, that's a positive for me. Um, yeah. I mean, he saved the world. He's an Avenger. Yeah. I mean, he's an Avenger. That's like the first half of the movie. He's just like, I saved the world. 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of I like the beginning of it, and I know we're trying to stay positive. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so <laughs> negative, but uh, it, it, it goes to a positive. So I'll say I feel like where we wound up in the movie, it started out a little too like, you know, he's kind of wandering in life right now because, you know, he saved the world. He was an Avenger. Like, what else is there to do besides just enjoy his life? And so that's cool. He's enjoying his life. But then, like, we don't really ever... I just feel like his character never grew from that, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, and, and you have a point to that. There's one character that grows a lot in this, <laughs> and we'll get to that in spoilers. Well, technically, there are several characters that grow a lot in this. <laughs> one of them is, in true. fact, Ant-Man. <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, but there's some good non-spoiler stuff. Um you know, I think it's really funny. Like, there's a line that Cassie says. She's like, Dad, I'm not a normal teenager. There was a guy dressed <laughs> like a bee that tried to kill me when I was six. And the only thing I could think of was, Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> that, is that four? That's four <laughs> bee movie references. And I wrote that one down. Wow. <laughs> he practiced you, that. You planned that out. I planned You're that the that bad out. guy. You're Kane. <laughs> He's the worst version of the Zacks. Uh, and like the first part of the movie is just like, he's just like bebopping through town, which is kind of in the trailer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and like I said, I like that setup, but I just feel like that setup is perfectly fine. I think perfect for an Ant-Man because that's the kind of movie it is. But then, like, we just wind up, we don't go very far yeah. from there. And at the end of the movie, he's pretty much exactly where he started. Like, almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really it's a mirror image, so. Well, and the only difference is for a joke. Like, the yeah. only, like, story, character thing that's different in the end is for a joke. Which I get. It's Ant-Man. It's supposed to be comedy. But it just... It should have had some weight to it because yeah. he's contemplating some things that yeah. have like some really big. Yeah, it would have been better if like he was more paranoid and sort of fearful at the uh -huh. end instead of like, oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Right. It kind of reminded me of the end of Doctor Strange where like there is a consequence in that movie, which I won't say here, but uh, it just feels like it's used for a laugh or a joke or just uh -huh. like, a, oh, look at what they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but we're on positives. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do like though. Um, it starts out. He's like bebopping through town, and and he's like, it's you're like he's narrating, but then you figure out he's just doing a book reading <laughs> of a book he wrote. <laughs> yeah. And are we gonna start every Marvel movie now, like because Love and Thunder started this way with a narration that does not continue throughout most of the movie, but only comes back at the end? Because I know we're on positives, but that kind of like, why aren't we either full narration or just sprinkle it here and there? Is this a bit that you're doing? Like, <laughs> like, like I know we're on positives. I'm not trying to. Like like I said, there's a lot to love here. Paul yeah. Rudd, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. She's, Pfeiffer, she's great. Yeah, this didn't like, the narration didn't bother me as much as it did in Love and Thunder because it kind of bookended it. And it was with Scott, who was there for all of it. Is that Peyton Reed is just a better direction <laughs> than Taika Waititi? <laughs> no way. I'm saying, no. <laughs> nah, he's better at making superhero movies, maybe. I don't know. No, because no. Ragnarok, I still think, is a great movie yeah. and it's still a Taika movie. Yeah. It's just Lo Love and Thunder didn't feel like a Taika. I don't know if Peyton Reed has a certain style. I think mm -hmm. he's a pretty good overall director. So, like, I don't think this feels like a Peyton Reed movie, but it definitely feels like a Marvel movie. And yeah. I think that's yeah, a positive, yeah. mostly. Mostly. Some of the comedy, like I said, some of the comedy, 
<laughs> a little marvelous. It was probably one of the first Marvel movies to ever make me like genuinely laugh and be like, oh, that's that's funny. Yeah, but yeah. I do wonder if some hilarious. some of the things I laughed at the hardest. They were jokes, but I don't think they were meant to be laughed at as hard as I laughed at them. (laughs) Maybe they were. (laughs) I don't know. It's possible because a lot of it is for jokes. So, yeah, you know that. And um, like, I just think the comedic aspect of it. I loved it. I was laughing at the whole thing. But I did say, I would say, like, without those comedic parts, this is a flat movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It, only. It's really a comedy, and it really has no business being a setup to anything else. It should just be its yeah, own yeah. thing, and then I think it would be a little stronger. Yeah, honestly, even though Jonathan Majors was the best part, I feel like it might have been stronger and more concise if they cut it down, and if, if it was just like Ant-Man versus MODOK. Yeah. And like Kang was just like in the background pulling strings. Yeah. And there was this scene where Jonathan Majors, like something happens and he has like tears going down his face. And he's like, those are real tears. He's acting his butt off. And there's this jokey joke, Ant Man jokey joke. Yeah. But it's not like Thor, though. No, yeah. no. It's not. Like, I'm not saying that it's like bad, bad. I just think like there are tonal inconsistencies and it, it results in a okay movie i think yeah yeah well i mean i loved it because just because of the laughs i love ant-man and to me like like yeah where there's some tonal issues like but if you go back and watch all the ant-mans like they've kind of had that same tonal struggle well i kind of disagree with the first one because the first one is both a comedy and a solid action superhero movie but it's not trying to set up a bunch of stuff within the universe yeah same for ant-man and the wasp i think it's a little weaker of a film but it's not trying to set anything up. It's just kind of doing its own thing. I do I think it's what you're saying about the setup and it trying to set up the yeah. new, you know, big bad, big bad and the new universe because this this is the kickoff, right? Of, yeah. yeah, of the it's, new phase. It's uh, the opening to phase five, which is a decent opening, I guess. Yeah, it, I think we all agree that it's much better than Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, I I honestly liked it better than Ant Man and the Wasp. You, you know, when you said that, I was like, I think Ant Man and the Wasp might be a better movie, but this is definitely funnier. That's mm. that's definitely a positive. It's like Zach said, I was laughing through the majority of this movie, dude. And I will say, like this movie, it does uh, do some good things for me. Like where at the beginning, you know, like you always think about these superheroes and, and their powers and what they could do, and you're like, dude, why don't they do all this like for society? And like literally, that's what they're doing at the yeah. beginning of the movie. But they're honestly, like they're like <laughs> fixing the housing crisis. Yeah, uh, honestly, like building small houses and <laughs> this big. is something I did think about. Like, imagine if like Pemtech was real. Like, moving would be so easy. You can just drink all your stuff and carry it in a Walmart bag. Yeah, like, not even a Walmart that, bag. Yeah, that. And, and there is this scene where like they bring out this tiny little pizza for dinner, yeah. and they put little pin particles on it, and it expands in this pizza. And he's like, "I saved eight dollars." Very funny joke, and I felt that in my spirit. Yeah, but you don't like jokes in this movie, just huh? No, I love the jokes in this movie. It's just, I, just I don't like that it's a, it's kind of a serious thing for the yeah, Marvel yeah. universe. But like she, um, she shrinks down the uh, the cop car, and then just like where's where is it? And you're like, what? She's still yeah, and and I like that, and I think I like Cassie's character, but I will say I'm kind of tired of the kids that are kind of like getting in jail and stuff for doing good things, teaching the parents the lesson 
because most of the time it's parents that need to teach the kids the lesson yeah, and yeah. kids just need to stop going to jail. Yeah. And I don't think I really like Cassie that much because like Catherine her. Newton, like she wasn't really trying. I don't think. Like, yeah, I kind great. of agree. She was a little asleep, but I'll say that for most of the actors yeah. in this. Like she, there's a scene where she's like, drink the ooze, dad. And <laughs> <laughs> bust out laughing. The, the funniest part of the drink the ooze, dad was the editing is really strange because it goes from like this wide shot of these like tri-bacteria people to this close-up of her with like blood-looking <laughs> stuff on her <laughs> chin. That's like, all I could think of was like, she's like... Yeah, she needs a lot of guidance. She just immediately joined this cult. Yeah, and she's, and she's got, like, blood right on her chin. And I'm like, did she just, like, Mike Tyson someone, like, immediately? Those, um. Like, no conflict whatsoever. She just defaulted to Biden ears off. Yeah, she's just biting uh, everyone left and right. So this is what I'll say, non-spoilers, and then we'll get into spoilers. And uh, y'all can add a few things if you want. Um, I feel like this is, like, the best Star Wars movie we've gotten in a while. <laughs> You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? I kind of get it. It's like building this huge universe. We get all these different like creatures, and it just feels like a Star Wars movie once they get in the quantum realm. I think it feels like a Star Wars movie is in the wrong way, where they build out a bunch of stuff that never plays into anything, and that's okay. how it's Star Wars. I said to Ben, this feels like the poor man's avatar. Poor. Yeah, I kind of agree. Like a Kroger version. Yeah. Well. Great value, great value, Avatar. I don't see that, um, and I disagree with you. And you're fired. (laughs) Hey, I think this is the second podcast in a row that Lewis has been fired. So he might have the record. We'll see. We'll we'll see. Um, But yeah, other than that, um, can we get into the negatives? Not that I have. Look, it's not that I hate this movie. Negatives, negatives. Okay. So I mentioned spoilers. Yeah, let's go into spoiler territory, I think. Yeah. So if you have not seen it, now's your warning. Get out. Now get is, out! Now is the time. Drink the ooze. Drink the ooze. Drink the ooze and then just put blood like right there. <laughs> so, ne- uh, spoiler alert. Here we go. It's right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> oh, the horn. means spoilers, boys. Spoilers are coming. Um, <laughs> boys and girl. Whoever's watching this, thank you. So and if you sorry. drink the ooze, you're able to understand everybody. Which I like that concept, and I wish they would have used that in different ways because that's kind of a that kind of reminds me of Stargate or something like from the cheesy '90s. But it's kind of fun. They use it once and never mention it again. Oh, a positive though, Bill Murray. Yeah, in there for like two minutes and dies. Yeah, I guess. I guess they don't even really show him die. So I actually thought one of the end credit scenes was going to be his character, but like in Zombieland or something, <laughs> like uh, like coming out of the tentacle monster or whatever. That could have been nice. <laughs> yeah, that that, that, that could have been nice. Yeah. So like, well, let's take this a little chronologically. Um, sure, we'll try. So like, the, it, it opens uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Put Pfeiffer, yeah. Uh, what's her name in the movie? Uh, um, Janet Van Dyne. Janet Van Dyne. Janet. She's in the quantum realm again. No, this is <laughs> the, the first time, yeah. And then Kang shows up. Yeah. And she helps him. Yeah. Well, actually, he saves her life. They save each other's lives. They life. save each other's lives, and then we go to uh, Scott. Be bopping around. I'm an Avenger. I wrote a book. Um, and then they yeah. get sucked into the quantum room. We said that. Uh, they yeah. So I think that. an important plot point is that Cassie actually builds a device. And in the trailer, it makes it look like she builds a device that sucks them in. And that's the point of the device. But the, the point of the device was just a satellite. 
But I will say I'm kind of tired of the Marvel science logic where the device does what the plot wants it to do. And they build this like fake um, physics around the the technology, but then they just break their own rules. And I'm a little tired of that because at a certain, like, so we're in spoiler, at a certain point at the end of the movie, and I know you said chronologically and I'm going completely opposite, <laughs> okay. but at the end of the movie, like, they, there's a point where we think that Scott and Hope are going to get stranded in the quantum realm, and then, like, Cassie just pushes a few buttons and, yeah. boop, they're Ooh, back. We I'll, get, I'll get back to that in the, in the end, I guess. I, I yeah, mean, like, you said that, um, that it breaks... Or yeah. what, what are you breaks kidding? its own like, rules. Yeah, breaks its own at rules. first, like when it does happen at first, I some blue came out and then it expanded. I thought it was gonna be revealed that it was Kang. Yeah, that sucked and, him in, and like that device had no capability. Well, it was yeah. though, right? Like, no, because at the end, Cassie opens the portal from the same device using the same thing. So that device was always capable of sending them there. Which I don't know. Just seems like to me if you build a satellite, but it's also a teleporter. I don't know. That's yeah. very convenient to the plot. I guess so. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But, um, well, spoiler, we already said that. Modoc shows up, yeah. which is hilarious. <laughs> Probably the funniest part of the whole movie. Dude, I don't Modoc think it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> it's hey. not supposed to be that funny. I know yeah. that. Like, I, I looked over at Ben and was like, you're going to laugh in two minutes from now. He's like, I don't get what's so funny. The next two minutes later, he's like, <laughs> yeah. So that's the artistic choice I was talking about. Yeah. They stretched his face. Like, yeah. you know, when you grab an image in Illustrator and you don't hold shift so it keeps the proportions right and it stretches it. They did that on purpose for funny. And it is, but it's not, they do it way too much. Like he, Modoc looks cool when he has the mask on, but he barely has the mask on. And, and you mentioned every time he w- comes in the room, I almost said walk. Every time he comes <laughs> into the room, he has the mask on for like two seconds yeah. and he takes off immediately. Like during the chasing, he's chasing Cass and he's like, Got you. (laughs) (laughs) And like I said, it is incredibly funny all the way up until his death scene. But then his death scene is supposed to be like, I guess we're supposed to feel something, but it's all comedy. It's so comedic. Um, That whole like, so he shows up and he's like, what does he say to uh, Ant-Man? He's like, he's like, I've been waiting a long time for this. I went through this. I got here, and then they transformed me into a um, mo- old mechanized, mechanized organism designed only then, for killing. Yeah, and then Paul Rudd just cuts him off. It's like, <laughs> but but it's funny because it's like it starts a montage of them, yeah, building and like of them finding him, and then like they like pull his suit off, his old suit, the yeah. yellow jacket suit, and then you just see like this huge head, this tiny little booty, yeah. <laughs> and these little bitty arms. But what's funny, I will say the editing in that uh, part is really good because they're doing like this grandiose like montage with the music, <laughs> and then they cut it at a perfect time where Scott's like, Daryl? Is that you, Daryl? Or Darren, whatever his name is. I think he does say Daryl. He's like, my name's Darren. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, my name's Rodog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like, there is no Daryl or Darren. Yeah. <laughs> there's and, only Murdoch. And then, then there's another part where he's, like, doing the same thing. Yeah. And then Ant-Man's just like, oh, Modoc. It's an acronym. I get it now. <laughs> Mechanized organism made for mostly killing or whatever. <laughs> like, Wouldn't that be Modoc? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and see, that's a good example of things that are very funny, but like Modoc's death scene is hilarious. And his whole 
character arc where like it's basically Cassie's like don't be mean he's like I didn't realize I could do that <laughs> and okay it's hilarious because he's just like look at me I'm already me. <laughs> well, he says, don't be a D word. Yeah. Is, family family mean. Yeah, yeah. Mean, yeah. Which, don't I mean, be a meanie. Don't be a poopy head. Don't be a jerky He's boy. Like, Look at me. I'm already a poopy head. Like, just don't be a don't poopy be head. A jerk. He's like, oh, wow. Do that? He's like, what a revelation this is. And that changes his comp- character completely. And that for- is one of the issues I take with some of these movies where the kids are these revelationary like geniuses on life like just be nice to people man you ever think about that and the adults go oh, wow this child has saved my soul <laughs> we can be so nice to people yeah but I, I will say there is a lot to love with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character yeah. I just feel like in a different movie where it wasn't as comedic because her acting like when she's supposed to be afraid of Kang every like muscle in her face is twitching and I don't mean like in a bad way I mean like she looks like she's scared to death. Yeah. yeah. Or she and looks like she's about to poop her pants. Either one. <laughs> Same K- thing. Same thing, yeah. And, and like you said, Kang, like, my Jonathan Major's really... So good. I mean, so mm-hmm. good. Like, I am excited to see all of him for Kang Dynasty, Secret War, and whatever else. And and I sure hope that Kang the Conqueror comes back because we were discussing the in credit scene is a bunch of other Kangs that aren't as interesting. But the, like, the quiet calmness of Kang the Conqueror mm-hmm. where, like, and he, he's he's confident and he's just like, you're going to tell me where this thing is. You're going to go get this thing. Yeah. Or I'm going to kill her. Hey, that scene where he's like, do I look like a liar? <laughs> do I look like I'm not going to kill your daughter? He's like, well, I guess I can get you know. Yeah. And he's just so calm. And he's he just does these really subtle things that are well, just so good. And then I think that's so deep of his character and why, why like we, you know, talk about spoilers like. Like at the end of this, you know, there's there's a big question mark of whether he's coming back or not. Like you don't know. Yeah, um, this iteration of uh, King. Yeah, this iteration, and like, I don't want anybody else. No, I, the other ones that they showed, the Pharaoh one and the Cyborg one, they don't look as interesting. And now that I know kind of the mannerisms of the one we, you know, King the Conqueror, I like that guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean right. he's a baddie, obviously, and, and and you know, but it also is like the thing that they have done with like um, Killmonger and a little bit in Thanos is like, like he has his reasons for what he's doing, and um, I think like you know you see the mug and um, which one, which shows that was Thanos is right? Is it Hawkeye? It's Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah it's someone like wrote it in a good public toilet. Thanos is right. Yeah, like. Yeah. Like, Which is a little strange to me because I, I think I've said it on the podcast before. That's pretty much saying like Hitler was right. People do that all the time. Well, <laughs> someone just did that, but they got canceled for it. You know, yeah. you know who I'm talking like, about. But also, yeah, if you go in any high school bathroom, that is for sure going to be written in a stall. Well, somewhere. that's fair. That's just public education. Is being <laughs> just Kanye? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that's the second smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> second? Next to a... Uh, I forgot what you said. (laughs) No. Every once in a while, Zach says something really smart. Thank you. All the time. Yeah. He he had a really good quote, actually. What were you going to say? You wrote it down, and it was actually pretty good. And he's yet to do it, so I know he's saving it for you guys. So I am saving it. So so, so the the, the depth and the complexity of Kang the Conqueror is, like, I'm I'm in love with that, like, concept of, you know, he's always talking about time, and then... um, He's like explaining to a hope 
uh, not Hope, um, Janet, Janet, that he's like, Tom, he's basically, time is a construct. <laughs> but, but he's like, t- like time's time is not a what cage. You, yeah, it, time it's is it's a not what you're thinking it is. Time's a cage, and I can help you break free from that cage. And then, like, like his biggest downfall, though, is that, that for some reason, uh, for someone who thinks so little of time, it takes so much time for his ship to launch. <laughs> and that's his downfall in this movie. That is very true. Um, yeah. It, takes, it, it, it does take about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said this is just like earlier. I was like, like, could you imagine? He has like these little, I don't know if they're robots or what, but these little henchmen. Yeah. And like, could, could you imagine his henchmen are just like, like, so, um, Mr. Conqueror, we, we, we've got it down to 20 minutes of takeoff time for the new ship. Um, and like, Kang just sitting there like, well, time is a concept. Yeah, so, no big issue. It's not like a giant man's going to walk through those walls and snatch that thing apart. So. Yeah. The 8-bit, like, henchman guys, they were pretty funny. Like, the scene where, like, the mind reader guy's like, the password is 873014, and he's like, dang. Cheedy from The Good Place, I forget Uh his actor's name completely, but he was really good at this, and uh, I think a lot of those characters that we meet that are, like, part of the rebellion, I wish we would have gotten to know them a little bit better, because, like, at the end, they show, like, with the one building holding the other building. (laughs) Imagine if they would have done something, like, Avatar-esque, where, like, they explain, like, because at one point they're like, your buildings are alive. And the little jelly guy's alive. like, your buildings are dead. <laughs> but if they would have explained that like, hey, we live as one with like our shelter and stuff, that could have been a cool thing. Yeah. But we just didn't get there. Again, it's a ha-ha funny movie. So, yeah. not so, a bad ha-ha funny movie. Who, who is y'all's favorite like B character in this? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Barry B. Benson. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you know what I mean though? Like, yeah, like sidekick. By the way, that's five. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I like um, Hank. Is that what we're talking well, no, about? No, no, like deeper than that. Like sea character. <laughs> Not <it's> swimming. <laughs> like, like, um, okay, I'll tell you mine. Mine is the uh, the guy's like, you just drank me. Drink oh, I thought you meant of the B family, of the people that have the suits. Which one do you like the most? The ant That's family. What, yeah, the ant family. <laughs> Different insect. <laughs> like, like your favorite background character, I guess. That's what I meant to say. My mom was the guy like so so there's this guy apparently um if you drink him drink part of him you can understand everybody's language and um he's just like this ooze and like like the, the, they're about to go fight like it's the end and they're like making this big push and he like runs out alone and he gets just lit up with a bunch of guns and since they already established this joke with about the holes thing which i'm usually a sucker for a stupid joke that they push really far to like take it to the end yeah but to me like at the end yeah it was cool and all but I don't know. It felt really forced, you know. I thought it was hilarious because, like, the, the joke with the holes is is at the beginning. Um, <laughs> okay, like, how many holes do you have? And and then Cheaty, the guy that could he has mine, seven holes. He, he, he has seven holes, and then like like literally, it like takes a beat, and I'm I, in my head. Yes. I was counting, and then as soon as I said, "Oh yeah," <laughs> Paul Rudd's character's like, "Oh yeah, I got seven holes." I was sitting next to Ben, and in the exact same time, Paul Rudd was like, "Oh yeah," Ben was like, "Oh yeah," I counted too. <laughs> I did the same thing, so I know that that hit us on an emotional level. And so he he gets shot, this little like ooze man, and he's like. I have holes, <laughs> and then he creates one big hole and sucks all the people up. I just realized eats them. 
they had to specifically time out the average time for the average American <laughs> to count their holes for this movie. Either that or Paul Rudd just did that on set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Paul, and they're like, that's perfect. Paul Rudd is the perfect average male. Wow. Yeah. I he represents all of us. <laughs> all great. us average males. Yeah. Uh, so that was my favorite background character. Yeah. Um, who was y'all's favorite? You um, go first. I like the buildings. Like I said, the concept of the live buildings and the weird shapes. I really liked. Just holding. Yeah. Yeah. I like it that at the end, like one is holding the other and like, why? But it's a building. Like, that's kind of fun. That's fun. I just wish we would have fleshed that out a little bit more because it was really everything in this movie is played for jokes, which yeah. is fine. It's a comedy, but you could have gone a little further, I feel like. Right. Yeah. What about you, Lewis? The buff woman with the giant wrench was pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. like her too. Yeah. <laughs> we all like the buff woman. I'm gonna say one more, and it was the guy with the beam head. Yeah, that yeah. The, there were a lot of little characters that were fun to watch. I just felt like none of them were greatly fleshed. Yeah, I just no, kinda not at all. Felt like beam head guy was just British British Korg. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I felt like he was kind of the uh, cyborg from Lost in Space, where mm. he doesn't really have a personality. He's he is a like <laughs> he's friend, just like, you know. Like the whole time when they first get uh, Paul uh, Rudd, um, sorry, Amen, 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 and Cassie, uh, he's just like, "Can we torture him?" Yeah, which <laughs> is funny. I See, like that him. just reminded me of uh, one of my favorite jokes, which is a good example of a stupid joke pushed way too far. Uh, the guy in the deli that's like, thank you, Spider-Man, at the beginning. And then at the end, he's like, you're the other man. You're Bugman. That coffee will be $12. <laughs> yeah. So he thinks he's Spider-Man and gives him free coffee. And then at the end, he's yeah. like, oh, you're Ant-Man? $12. And he's like, if all red's like, oh, it's 12. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. And we already established that Avengers don't get paid. You remember the stupid show yeah. that established <laughs> yes. that? So, so that happened. But yeah, yeah, very funny movie. I'll, I'll reiterate that. So what about the ending for y'all? What'd y'all think about the ending? I think they screwed the pooch. Yeah. Well, you think so? Yeah, I think they should have stranded them in the quantum realm. It would have had more weight. Them yeah. being together would have felt much better. And then you can still set up for Young Avengers with Cassie. Yeah, I thought mm. that's what they're going to do. Like have like Cassie trying to get back to the quantum realm. And now she has a vendetta against Kang or all Kings. And that's why. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then you could also deal with like some of her family loss because she has a little bit of that, but she got her family back. So now to like having lost her parents, if you will, because Hope's not really her parent. But yeah, again, and for good, that would that would be a lot for for me. I told you all this in the theater. Uh, Paul Rudd's character. And really, everyone's character stays the same. At the end of the movie, they do the mirror bit where he's bebopping downtown, and like, and, but he has this one moment of doubt, like, wait, didn't he say this is like, he's the only one that could stop what's coming? Oh no, what have I done? And then he's like, ah, it's fine. But he, like, nothing has changed in that character. Yeah. So you could have done that by like, at the end, stranding them there. Mm. But even then, like the setup, I think was kind of sloppy because they set him up to where he's just enjoying life. He really doesn't have much going on. So even if you stranded him there, he's really only leaving Cassie, right? So they could have done a lot better, I feel like. Yeah. They didn't well, stick the landing for me. So for me, um, I felt like it was a better, uh, what's the last Star Wars we got? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Skywalker. Skywalker? Uh, the last Skywalker? Something like that? <laughs> 
Anyways, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, bro. I had to for that movie. I have burned that in the trash bins of my brain. <laughs> I had to go. I, I was sort gonna say, the like the 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 beginning of the end of this is just a better. It's a it's a better Star Wars ending because everybody shows up. It's a better Ready Player One ending. I mean, sure. For me, it kind of unraveled towards the end, and it just kept doing it. And then yeah, at the yeah. end, when they popped the uh, satellite and it yeah. did the teleport, yeah. But Modok. So like, we always establish Modok. He he has this, this uh, epiphany. Just don't be mean to people. Yeah. And then yeah. so like, <laughs> Kang is like all like I said. Everybody shows up, right? Yeah. All the ants, and, and then all these ants show up because of the quantum realm or something time i don't know it's a construct yeah that that kind of felt a little sloppy to me too like, though oh the ants they age 1000 years yeah in the yeah. same time that hank and all the rest of them did not age 1000 years the ants well, did. He, he explained it away but i said they found a time pocket yeah it was stupid they created their own <laughs> civilization and all this yeah I, I mean don't get me wrong i bought it for the funny joke haha but so a man saves the day with a bunch of ants. That's how he works. Yeah, that's just which thing. I will say when you ask me which was my favorite of the family, Hank. I th- he says a couple of curse words in this movie that just feel a little weird because they're in the, yeah. in the family-ish movie. But him, uh, like I like ants. I just really <laughs> appreciate. It. And then there's that line where they in the launch of pizza and he's like, "I just saved eight bucks. You're welcome." <laughs> and I'm like yeah, just I like. Just like- <laughs> Like old man stuff. Yeah, this it's is great. the stuff I would do. I am basically Hank Pym. But so like, all these ants show up and all these they're all attacking Kang. He's got his bubble, and then Modok just shows up yeah. and just like <laughs> and it's just his face in the bubble. His face like, in the bubble. Like, like I'm not mean anymore. I'm not mean anymore. My name's Daryl. <laughs> My name's Daryl. And then so he dies. But then like yeah. he's dying. Just coughing up junk, phlegm. I, I, yeah, I guess just spitting stuff. I don't know. He like reaches his hands. I was like, he's, he's like, you've always been a brother to me. <laughs> and he's just like, I have, and and he's like, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'm just glad I died an Avenger. And they look at each other like. Yeah, <laughs> sure, buddy. <laughs> like very funny, but in that moment. Probably shouldn't have been that funny. Like it was very funny, Dude, but it just, I, was, I could not stop <laughs> laughing. I could. Yeah, I just it, it was never been a character death like that. I mean, that's <laughs> accurate. That's one hundred percent accurate. So yeah, um, let me ask you this: Did this launch something for us? Kinda. I think it missed the mark on launching something. I was yeah. expecting it to launch something. I feel like Kang should have won at the end. Like the yeah. conqueror, yeah. I think he should have got away, and he still might have. I hope he did because I think that's the best like <laughs> version of King we've seen so far. But I, I think know. I like He Who Remains too a lot. Well, yeah, but I think as far as like villains go, like as far oh, yeah, as the definitely. whole universe, I think Conqueror is the strongest. But I also feel like because it was so funny. It didn't quite give me the grandiose that I need yeah. to head off in this big new direction. And also, it's supposed to be a bold direction. You remember Infinity War and Endgame, the lead up to that was bold. They took bold choices yeah. and they did bold things with the story. They didn't kill a lot of people off, but they were still pretty bold about it. This yeah. one was just kind of like, it, this actually felt like another episode in like a Black Mirror type thing where it slowly progresses this overall story, if you will, but not with the normal characters, kind of with the B-team characters. Yeah. So it was fine. It's an enjoyable episode. 
but and also yeah. I don't really think it builds up Kang as an Avengers level threat if just Ant-Man can beat him. Right, because you, you just well, literally just had the two of them, basically, or the three of them if you count Cassie, but she's not really doing much, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. It, meh, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. I mean, that, that's things. Like, if Kang the Conqueror doesn't make its way back, then I'm going to yeah. be very disappointed. Yeah, you're going to have a heart attack right at this table. <laughs> I, I am kind of excited. Like, hopefully we get the lore of Kang, because in the comics, Kang is the grandson of Reed Richards and Doctor Doom. Like, mm. Doctor Doom's kid and Reed Richards' kid have another kid, and that's Kang. And their great answer is Rama Tut, the Pharaoh guy. So hopefully yeah. in the Fantastic Four movie, we get that. I just want either he who remains to come back or... King the Conqueror. I just yeah. like them both so much. Everything else seems like trivial, just like great value versions of Kang. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, if I was Mr. Disney, I would have, or Mr. Marvel, I would have uh, probably left the uh, Scott and Hope in the quantum realm, sealed up that uh, trilogy, move on with those characters, and give them a really nice ending. But that didn't happen. So, uh, which is good. I guess we'll get more of them. So that's good. But yeah. I would have made it mean something, you know? Yeah. Yep. Well, we got um, the in credit scenes. We get this uh, multitude to Kang, which is, you know, disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I didn't like that. And then the end credit, you have Loki come back with Owen Wilson's yeah. character. Wow. What's his name? Wow. What's the character's uh, name? Mobius. 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 Michael and no, Not to be confused with Morbius, which Mobius. is a great movie. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> thank you thank you i'll be here all week that was a joke everybody but yeah any final thoughts that's it it's maybe? okay it, it was in fact okay it was in fact a movie and this is a podcast welcome to it ladies and gentlemen <laughs> welcome yeah so that's the show that's it that sounds like we're uh ready for a comment here from oh, yes. young mr lewis uh, this comment is also from our glass onion podcast uh where we talked about someone who likes to carry around guns and our <laughs> buddy nathaniel said i have no idea who that one person might be gun emoji <laughs> water gun emoji water water gun water gun so it's all right atf you hear that it's a water gun it's a toy gun <laughs> Also, nice. thank you, our loyal listener, Nathaniel, because that means he had to have listened. Exactly, <laughs> so. right? Um, yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Hit uh, that bell. Yeah. Hit the bell note. Ringling that button, please. Uh, comment who's your favorite. And if, it's okay if it's Lewis. And it's okay if it's Zach. Yeah. Murdoch slam into the like button. <laughs> Morbius. Grab. Grab the like button by the throat and say, drink the ooze, dad. <laughs> drink the ooze. Drink the ooze. Yeah. Well, thank y'all so much for watching. Thank you. <laughs> drink the ooze. Bye-bye and Bye. drink the ooze. Bye. Bye. <laughs>